Welcome to the Byline Breakdown, the podcast where we tell you the stories behind the headlines. I'm your host, Mike Moliterno. Today, we are talking with Deanne Johnson, a senior reporter at the Business Journal. She is here to discuss her her couple recent articles on Ohio's thriving export business and the resources available to local companies looking to expand globally. Deanne, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Now, Deanne, um, so pulling some 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 data from some of your stories, Ohio ranked ninth among states in 2022 in exports. Um, Ohio sent products to 212 countries around the world. I guess, um, from what you learned, what makes Ohio companies so conducive? What makes the state so conducive to international trade? Well, we make a lot of things here in industrial type equipment and parts and things that other countries can then use to create their own products. Um, we have a lot of, um, I guess, metal work in in types of materials that are then used to make other things. Correct. Okay. So a lot of companies overseas can get the parts that they need to then manufacture themselves or to create other things from uh, all a lot of it stemming from that that long dead manufacturing sector that once was so big in Ohio but has been long gone and doesn't exist anymore right right, <laughs> right. Uh, supposedly but in northeast ohio manufacturing is still a big part of the economy yeah i was being sarcastic okay okay <laughs> I, was <gonna> say. <laughs> I thought i was laying it on pretty thick but i just wanted to make sure yeah well, I mean, we know that, you know, we work here. We see that every day. Right. We understand that manufacturing is still a very, very large part of uh, mm -hmm. Northeast Ohio and the entire state's economy. Um, but some people may not be as aware of it because they're not uh, so entrenched in business as we are. Um, I guess talk a little bit about how the Ohio Small Business Development Center Export Assistance Network at Youngstown State University helps local businesses who either are already doing business internationally or are looking to or think that it might be right for them? You can go, if you're a small business or a medium business, uh, looking to find uh, customers overseas. I mean, how do you find when you have a uh, so many countries and you have language barriers, how do you find a company that is looking for the exact types of products that you create. Um, the Ohio Small Business Development Center Export Assistance Network at YSU has uh, interns that uh, take their classes, um, that part of their um, training that they're getting is learning how to research overseas, uh, finding what countries are looking for or have companies looking for this. They can actually help you set up interviews where you can travel overseas, take your samples or your information, set up meetings. They can help you find interpreters. They have a whole uh, bunch of different programs where they are supporting uh, businesses locally in this region. About 13 counties are served by YSU, and they are able to help uh help pay some reimbursement money for your travel expenses and they're able to get you interns that are trained to be experts in these fields yeah so it's basically i mean 
it's pretty complicated because all of the countries have different laws. There are different laws applied to different products depending on what you're doing. And it can be a lot for a business owner who has to run their business. So it's, it's sort of this resource where you can get an employee embedded in your business that's tasked and knowledgeable with that specific piece of the business, which is helping you find customers overseas. Do we have any idea how this is, how programs like these are benefiting the state's economy? Uh, so overall, uh, Ohio had about $57 billion in exports in 2022, which is the most recent numbers that I could find. Mm -hmm. um, and Pennsylvania wasn't very far behind at $49 billion in exports. Right. So there's a lot of exporting going on from this region um, and things going out uh, around the world. So now it's it's housed at YSU. Yes. It's open to businesses. You can, you can walk in, see the friendly people there, and yes. ask them to help you if they can. Um, uh, but the, the Small Business Development Center at YSU recently also won the President's uh, E Award, correct? Correct. Which is, I would imagine, a pretty big honor for the center. Yes. The Ohio Export Internship Program, which is part of the programs that go through YSU, right. was a given a, a an award through the U.S. Department of Commerce for all the assistance that they give to companies. And um, they even have an internship program where you can have an intern come and intern for you for the summer and get reimbursed for 50% of their salary. And you can pay them up to $19 an hour mm -hmm. and get reimbursed for 50% of that money, uh, which allows you to get to know this student better. Um, one of the things that they mentioned was the so maybe you're already exporting to a country the regulations change each year the interns are trained on how to double check all those regulations make sure you're meeting all of those um, if you lose your talent the person at your company that maybe was responsible for the exporting rules you, where do you find that kind of talent? Mm -hmm. you, you know, help wanted. I need somebody that understands how to export to Korea. Right. Uh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. So these interns can help you get through that period. And in some cases, they even end up hiring on when they get done with their time at YSU full time. Right. And um, we're going to actually, you spoke with one of those companies and we're going to talk about uh, what you learned there right after a quick break. We'll be right back. Attention all business enthusiasts in Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. The Business Journal has been your trusted partner since 1984, giving insights, updates and fostering growth in your region. From Mahoning to Mercer, from Columbiana to Lawrence, we've got you covered. For just $10 a month or $99 a year, unlock our digital troves or get both print and digital for only $99 a year. Make the smart business choice. Subscribe now. Welcome back to the Byline Breakdown. We are here talking with Deanne Johnson, senior reporter at the Business Journal. Um, before we left, we were talking about... Um, 
some of these companies getting an intern, having uh, half of their salary reimbursed. And we, uh, you and I actually went to one of these, these businesses, Taylor Winfield here in Youngstown. And we spoke to, and your story sort of centers on Teddy Kinsey, who is a marketing major at Youngstown State University, who's been going through the Ohio Export Internship Program and working at Taylor Winfield. Could you tell us a little bit about um, her experience and and what was the result of that program? Yeah, so Teddy was very excited when she got her internship, but she also said that she didn't know what to expect. She wasn't thinking manufacturing per se when she got her internship or as a future career, but she really liked what she did there. And she was able to go through, um, Taylor Winfield does a lot of exporting and she was able to go back through uh, and make sure that they had covered everything that they needed to do to, to keep compliant with all of the regulations. Um, they have been doing it for a long time, and she didn't find a lot of things there, but she also got into their program where she got to go and work in various departments at Taylor Winfield and learn many different facets of what it's like to work there. And she has... Uh, already accepted, although she's still finishing up her degrees, um, a position there full time. Right. And um, tell us a little bit about what Taylor Winfield does. I mean, they're kind of a, a niche business. And as you said, she's doesn't have a marketing background. She's a or I mean, doesn't have a manufacturing background. She's a marketing person. And yet this uh, program was able to fit her in there, get her accustomed and, and knowledgeable about this specific business's needs, and now she's able to contribute to their bottom line. Right. So what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor Winfield, uh, it, they've been around since 1882, actually, and uh, they're known for welding, but they make a variety, a huge amount of different types of products. Uh, they started off with a, like a metal basket with a handle, and they have made things uh, ranging from uh, coil joining machines. They use automated robots to create things. Um, they do induction heating. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're involved with making machines that are involved in the steel industry. They, they're involved with a lot of different uh, products, and they have evolved through the years. They employ about 35 engineers that are designing products. And what did the, um, the people at Taylor Winfield say about the program? How did they say it was benefiting them? She was, Teddy was not their first intern that they've brought through that program. They really seem like they love the export internship program. Um, they have utilized it uh, to bring in interns before and have hired interns before from the program. Um, they say how knowledgeable they come in, already ready to go and and know what they're doing with the export business. And then they use it as kind of a way, a pipeline to find talent. Uh, they said they also work with YSU's engineering program to find engineering talent in a similar manner. Um, they seem very uh, tuned in to the opportunities of bringing local kids in from YSU and into their resources as employees down the road. And one thing that I, I found kind of interesting was that I think Teddy mentioned in the story that the program taught her both 
hard and soft information yes um uh, to help her be prepared to go into this professional workplace could you could you talk a little bit about that well yeah so the hard skills that she would have learned would have been how to go through and look at regulations and all the exporting things the soft skills are something that a lot of workforce development people talk about um making sure that uh, students understand what's expected of an employee, right. you know, showing up on time and and um, getting through a day at a workplace and, not, you know, not spending the day on your phone. That's still something that employees, uh, you know, employers you go are struggling with. <laughs> right. But, but if you've not held a lot of jobs, and some college kids have not, maybe they don't have the, those skills. Um, I know I've done stories with career centers and – uh, even some high school programs that are like, we also have to teach kids how to be employees, how to go into the workforce and be successful. And she felt like this program prepared her both with the information she needed and how to to become a, a really good employee. And obviously they were impressed with her when they're offering her a position and she hasn't finished her, her master's yet. Right. Um, I guess uh, just wrapping up, you know, if you were at a function and some business owner was talking to you and started mentioning this idea or of possibly doing business overseas and you were like, oh, I just did some stories. I guess what would be the main takeaways that you might share with them about what you learned from from doing these stories? Well, yeah. So there's like three parts to to that uh Youngstown State Export Assistance Network, and it gives them a chance to tailor the program. Like Musa Casas, who's the director of the program, says that some companies come and they just get a little bit of information and we don't hear from them again. Other companies are always coming back and they participate in the image grant, which provides 50% reimbursement for traveling overseas and attending trade shows and things of that nature. They get marketing information from the intern program. They get an intern through the program. And then the Export Assistance Network, Moosis also from time to time does some like training seminar type things that uh, you can tune into on your own time and, and listen to and get some information that maybe you didn't know about and get the ball rolling and the, the mental, mental juices flowing for what might be available. Thank you very much, Deanne, for sharing your stories. And thank you to our listeners for tuning into the Byline Breakdown. If you'd like to check out Deanne's stories, we'll put links in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe for more stories behind the headlines. I'm Mike Moliterno. We'll see you next time. You wouldn't drive a car without a map. So why navigate the business world of Northeastern Ohio and Western Pennsylvania without the Business Journal? Trusted since 1984, we're the compass pointing you to growth and prosperity. Digital, print, why not both? We've got subscription options tailored for every business-savvy individual. Light up your path to success. Subscribe to the Business Journal today.